Hello, students. This is Professor Scott Norman. Welcome to the Professor Pintain podcast with another micro lesson. This episode is part two of gasoline safety, highlighting human health hazard. Last year, I replaced my fuel pump on my son's 2003 Yukon for an intermittent no start stall type of condition. When dealing with these daily repairs like this, in which your hands could be covered in gasoline, it is recommended to wear nitrile or neoprene gloves. Gasoline could contain benzene. MTBE, and other chemicals that are considered to cause cancer. Breathing gasoline vapors or exhaust vapors from a vehicle is also considered carcinogenic. Make sure that fuel pump being changed is in a well-ventilated area and keep those garage doors open. Burning any fuel in an internal combustion engine will naturally produce CO2, and it may produce high levels of carbon monoxide if the vehicle is running rich. If your vehicle is in a small garage without adequate ventilation, Hazardous level of these combustion products may build up and cause inadequate oxygen levels, which could cause unconsciousness, suffocation, and death. Always have that garage door open and use exhaust hose when running a vehicle inside the shop. Tetraelectric lead in leaded gasoline is a hazard of the past and has been banned in the U.S. for decades. But it's worth noting that the last use of leaded gasoline was in 2021, as it was phased out in third-world countries in Africa. Lead has been linked to behavioral issues and learning disorder in children. I remember warnings of lead paint in old houses and the hazards of children when I was a kid. Tetraethyl lead was put in gasoline started in the 1920s as a way to increase the octane of the fuel. Natural gasoline is too volatile and ignites too easy in the internal combustion engine. Before lead was put in our gasoline, the compression ratios of our engines had to be kept very low to stop this knocking. Once lead was introduced, the octane level of the gasoline was raised, and the compression ratio of the engines were, were also uh, raised. Higher compression ratio means more power and efficiency out of our engines. Leaded gasoline was phased out in the 1970s, not because of the health issues, but because catalytic converters were introduced in many vehicles starting in 1973. The leaded gasoline would actually poison the catalytic converters. My 1973 Cutlass needed to run on unleaded fuel, but my 71 Pontiac ran on leaded. You could, you could get leaded fuel up uh, at the pump until 1996 in, in the United States, and there actually may still be small amounts of lead in some race and aviation fuels. The GM engineer who invented leaded gasoline was Thomas Midley Jr., the same guy who invented R12 refrigerant, stuff that kills the ozone. Two inventions that caused huge ramifications in the world. There is a great story from Cosmos, a space-time odyssey. Boy, I sure do love that show. Uh, that tells the story of a scientist who had tried to tell the world about the hazards of lead in our atmosphere from gasoline, but it also shows how our industry and our government leaders tried to discredit him. The, es- the episode is called A Grave Threat. Check it out on National Geographic Television. I have one last item to talk about in this gasoline safety series, the use of gasoline to start brush fires. Just don't do it. I know a few people have been badly burned from the unrecommended use of gasoline. People don't realize that when gasoline is poured onto a pile of brush, the evaporated fuel vapors are spread out in all directions from that pile hanging low to the ground. When this unlucky person walks up and tries to start this fire, they are standing in an invisible pool of vapors with a possible dangerous outcome when the fire ignites. You may say, well, my dad used gasoline to start brush fires for forever, and we've never had a problem. Well, I'm not really worried about that, Dad. It's the sons and the daughters and the cousins and everyone else watching this practice and learning this bad behavior. Maybe that dad is using diesel fuel instead of gasoline. Maybe the brush is in a ditch. 
10 years from now, when that son or daughter tries to use gasoline to start their own brush fire, do they know all the risks or the techniques to stay safe? What about all the grandkids watching? The possible dangers and harm from being stuck in the middle of a flash fire from gasoline is not worth the risk. As a scoutmaster for the Boy Scouts for many years, we never used any chemicals to start any fires. It was actually a Boy Scout rule. We did not want the young starts to even think that this was an option for starting a campfire. Again, someone getting badly burned is not worth the risk. Make sure you keep that Class B fire extinguisher in your garage or in that vintage vehicle in case a small gasoline fire ever does break out. Now you know more about some of the health hazards and safety of gasoline. Thank you for listening to the Professor Pitane podcast and stay tuned for more upcoming automotive educational episodes. Thank you.